Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello, folks. Uh, Shianara, Shianara. I hope you're all well. This is episode 43. Um, it's Al Pitcher. Um, thank you for le- allowing me to put some pod in your ear. Like a little earbud, I will cleanse you. I will make you know. It's quite nice when the little thing goes in your ear, isn't it? The little earbud, you know, that kind of ugh, nice little feeling. Um, so I um, sat down with a friend, a fellow comedian, who's doing fantastic things. Um, I sat down with Sophie Hagen, and uh, she's from Denmark. Um, she's brilliant. She's won awards, um, and she is one of those comedians that seems to have found her voice. So that interview is, um, when I say found her voice, it doesn't mean she was going around not saying shit for ages. And then just one day she opened up her mailbox. She got an email from, from Gmail and it said, here, play this. And you find it. As a comedian, I think you um, you find your own voice, you know. Um, and she's definitely doing that. So see, we'll, we will talk to her extremely soonage. Um, up till now, I just want to tell you, I'm off to uh, France uh, in the morning. I'm going to the Euros. I'm going to see uh, Svaria versus Belgium, Svaria versus uh, Italy. Uh, I will be in Nice. 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 Um, and it's going to be fun. I'm, um, I'm not very good at doing fun you know, um, my wife and kids uh, uh, will be enjoying the sunshine of Svaria and another nation. Um, but I, but they're not coming to the football, um, and I'll be there on my own for nine days. It's going to be very awkward. I'm not very good on my own. Uh, I'll miss the kids. So um, if the kids are listening, respect the little ones, the goobin and the goobin, the goobin and the goobin. Um, also, um, so I'm there, so I'll be doing a podcast, uh, from there, I'll be doing football, if you like football, I do a football podcast as well, um, basically, whatever pod you need, I am the person for that, um, what else has happened, um, I went to Finland, Finland, very funny place, very strange little people, almost grey, almost determined to make you feel angry about yourself um i queued up twice in shops and both times there was two queues and a little finish little finish old lady like a like a wrinkled moomin just kind of pushed she didn't even push she just kind of it was like playing a video game and you're driving and then all of a sudden the car just kind of leans over comes across the lanes and cuts you off it was like that there was no word spoken and I did the usual noises um, but she was having none of it and uh, so that happened twice and that can happen in Finland um, a lot of stuff can happen in Finland um, they're, they're, they're a good crowd they're a good I was in uh, Helsinki and a place called Kulpio I went to the gym didn't I I went to the gym we actually didn't talk about this, Sophie and I, but um, I went to the gym. I did a little workout. 
Um, and I said, uh, yeah, did the old uh, CrossFit. Been doing the CrossFit. And um, and then I, I mimed the CrossFit. And um, it's not really CrossFit I was doing. I was just on the machine, you know, where your legs, where you, where you have the the hands, the cross, cross machine, cross runner or something. So I wasn't actually doing the proper CrossFit. So I felt a bit of a dick. And then I went for a run. Um, and my, my, I had my headphones on and the phone fell off the headphones and then spun back. And there was a little, little um, person uh, doing uh, sit-ups. You know, little setups with a ball. You know, those ones where you put your leg on the big ball, the medicine ball. I thought you only used it for birth, but you use it for sit-ups as well. Um, and it nearly cut the person's head off. So that was a bit dramatic. But I did some gigs. I went to Kupio. I enjoyed it. Uh, so if you were there, kitos, kitos. Learned a few funny words, a few finny words. Um, and I learned that the Finnish like to drink uh, quite heavily I know that beats any stereotype you've ever heard of them, but crikey, oh dikey, oh mikey, dikey, tikey, they do like a drink. Um, what else has happened? Um, let's 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 talk about the sad the sad news from Orlando. Um, not sad um, uh, with any religion, not with any guns, not that. Just the fifty people, fifty fucking people have died. 50 people who went to a nightclub, who went to have a night out, and then it's just gone. I, the, the fear, the, the sadness, it must be absolutely incredible. So um, thoughts, I don't know, thoughts for them. And uh, But what I, um, I don't know, I don't have any answers. I'm just really, really numb, really sad. Um, I'm not. I want to stop the hate that that's ruining a lot of things for me at the moment. Just stop the hate and uh, and and try and try and you know try and be good people. Stop being dicks, you know, everybody. So um, my thoughts to the fifty people and uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, there's going to be some changes soon. Uh, might even change the name. Uh, I'll keep the format. Uh, email me uh, you can Facebook me actually as well FB do the old FB um, Facebook me um, and and just just tell me how are you feeling how how everything's going how's the sunburn how is life um, I just need contact that's all I need I'm surrounded by little kids normally and uh, there's there's just pointing and uh, and cleaning up so uh, enjoy this this is Sophie Hagen um, we did this in Finland and I hope you have fun listening to this this is Sophie Hagen and I'm going to put in a new jingle so here comes the jingle now it's a chat with an picture chat 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 it's a chat with an picture chat 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 and I'm outside I forgot to mention that can you hear the birds Puss, puss for now. Yes. <laughs> Shangalanga do. Um, I've I've um, broken. It feels like I've broken into the Pentagon and like left a sandwich <laughs> rather than anything else. Um, 
Sophie Hagen, what are we going to do with you? Um, <laughs> you're here. Thank you. Thank you for joining me in in the, an Acopio business centre. I think we're more at the point where what would you do without me? Well, the world needs you. <laughs> yeah. That was quite clear last night. What happened last night? Which one of them? You were announced on stage by someone singing the Danish national anthem. I mean, it was beautiful. It was a Finnish, so like the Danish national anthem in a Finnish accent. Done by a very drunk, drunk. compere. He's got to be more than drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But he, I once did that, I once hosted, and Steve Hughes was on, and I got them to do a standing ovation. And Steve Hughes is not that kind of guy. And when he walked past me, he went, don't fucking do that again like that like really angry crocodile dundee kind of style so um well i do that if they don't stand up but you played with it didn't you you oh, kind yeah. of i mean he was it was just one of those gigs and we're we're in finland and it's such a weird situation you know just just to be just to be in this like six years ago i was studying to be a social worker and now i'm doing comedy in finland you know i would never yeah would never have, i would never have visited finland if I, you know, if I hadn't been a comedian, and then when this guy jokingly said, "Oh, should I do the national anthem?" I, I kind of just I wanted to play chicken with him, so I was like, "Yeah, do it." Yeah, there was. He a was part like, of "Oh, me- I will." I was like, "Okay, then do it." I was kind of hoping that you, yeah, I was, I was very happy with the result that you, you kind of allowed your anthem to be sung. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I think sometimes it's. I, I used to have a, uh, well, I still one of my the guy who directs my shows. He, he used to run this weird little gig where the whole point was that you needed to do something you wouldn't normally do and you needed to challenge yourself. So when he emceed it and I was on, he would always give me these introductions that were so weird. Or like He would just and go... challenging. Yeah, he would go, this next person, she... Um, well, we didn't really want her on the bill because she's, she's a pedophile, oh, but... Um, but we kind of have to have her, so welcome to the stage. And then you, you have to battle that. You have to um, uh, kind of acknowledge it as well. Yeah, you have to you have to do something, and then you have to kind of get them back. Yeah. I had uh, the same, there was a Danish comedian who once did the same thing. When he felt like I wasn't challenging myself, he would give me those introductions of just going, she's a fine comedian, but I hate her. She's a horrible human being. And then I would have to... But, it, you know, In that, a fun that makes way. you... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think... The audience didn't necessarily know that it was in a fun way. But. I've seen a couple of times where they've forgotten the names. They, they do that a little bit in, in, in Sweden, actually, where they forget the like the surname or something. So they just Ooh. go, his name's Jimmy. And just, they just leave it and then like he has to go on, you know. Yeah. But these were like on purpose to make me, well, a better comedian. So I kind of like when it's when something really weird happens as you go on. And you just think, like, I once had to follow a magician, uh, what's his name, Pete Furman? Oh, yes. Like, ex- and it was a charity gig for these really old people, and they loved him. Yeah, ah, yeah. They, he's oh proper old God. school kind of, oh, now yeah. you see it, now, and there we go. Yeah. And, and you kind of believe in magic when you look at him. And I had to follow that. And Hal Crottenden was emceeing, and he went up and just, just said, you know, I'll give it up for Pete Furman, uh, next person, so Sophie Hagen. And then when he met me, as I was going on stage and he was leaving the yeah. stage, he just went, oh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> good point. But I quite like and then you have to do that. And, what you know. um, uh, you're now 
your Danish's biggest export since Carlsberg, um, <laughs> officially. Yeah. You are now in London kicking ass. You're doing doing great things. And doing comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Monday to Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And then you you did so good in Edinburgh. It was your first show, wasn't it? First ever show, yes. It was called Bubble Rap. Yes. Which I did in Lund in Sweden yeah. to a very enthusiastic 20 crowd 20 people crowd yeah in a 700 seater <laughs> yeah um, and then you're returning now this yes is, this is why you've come on here basically yeah. isn't the it the only reason it's the plug it's like the American chat shows yeah what are you plugging <laughs> um, it's uh, June the 19th so I'm yes I'm doing a new show um, and I have to do well when you do a new show, you have to test it out a lot of times to make sure it's good yeah. to show to Edinburgh this year, the Edinburgh uh, Comedy Festival. Uh, so I spoke to Teresa. Teresa Sandin. Teresa Sandin, yeah. who I've heard great things about. And she set up a preview for me, uh, like a work in progress show in Stockholm. Am I pronouncing that? Stockholm. Yeah, Stockholm. Stockholm. Have you never been to Sweden? I've been, oh, I've been to I've been to well obviously Malmö and Lund. I don't think I've ever been to Stockholm. Wow! And you and even when you six years ago when you were doing social working, you didn't <laughs> think I'd love to go to Kopio in Finland. You never had that. You your dreams have been very restricted. Well, I'm Danish, so yeah. so the rest of Scandinavia have never been like the dream. Let's go to countries doing. So this is your first this. visit to Stockholm. First is a Stockholm, yes, um, and first time showing, uh, doing a work in progress show in Sweden, which is very exciting. What's your opinion on the Swedes? You know, it's a fun thing because there is this weird, um, <laughs> like battle or whatever competition or like feud between Denmark and Sweden, and it's very fun to joke about. But then when you when you start when you're in England, and you say, oh, I'm from Denmark, they go, oh my God, Denmark, you're so liberal and you're so uh, politically correct. And, and I'm yeah. like, oh no, no, that's Sweden. That's, you're yeah, thinking you're of. mixed up with. And yeah. that's what I keep, I always say that. I've said that so many times. Yeah. No, you're thinking of Sweden. And then yeah. you go to Denmark and they're like, oh, you, Sweden, with their political correctness. We'll, we don't Equality. Wanna, yeah, we don't want to turn out like Sweden, what with their respect for women and all. But don't you think Sweden is like that? They're like that in the whole of Scandinavia. People are just, they uh, they don't like them, but they really kind of look at them like, oh, these guys, man, they've got it. They've got it sorted. Well, they don't in Denmark. Sweden is the, you know, it's a thing that people say, let's not end up like Sweden. Because what they, most people in Denmark, or like the culture in Denmark is, oh, we don't want, you know... Uh, you know, there's men and there's women, <laughs> and that's what it's like. And then Sweden is very um, upfront on the whole uh, like uh, transgender area, like with unisex toilets and yeah. hen instead of Hannah Hun. Yeah, I, I find that very confusing. Anyway, I, it's, I mean, it's the, the Finns whole... have that as well. I think. Oh really? Where they just, but the, they were telling me last night they don't really have he or she. They just they have it. Basically, really, is that it, like a new thing? Or is that no, just... I think it's been their language. Oh, wow. yeah. Which I find their language like I can watch a, a Danish Norwegian yeah. kind of TV, and you can so, sometimes yeah, a little bit it. finish. Oh, I God, don't no. have a clue. No, absolutely not. And we were watching that show yesterday, trying to figure out what they were saying before we had to go on yeah. stage. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I have no idea. He just said Danish. He yeah. said Danish. <laughs> I thought he was slagging me off before I had to go on and stage. And he was talking about tennis. Yeah. 
tennish elbow. Um, they're all rolling their eyes, going, "It's Danska." <laughs> but the show, the show that you did and you won was all joyful. It was a journey about meeting, mm. or was it? It was. I mean, I. It depends what you're into. You're a joyful person, Some, aren't you? Oh God, <laughs> no. You don't think so? I, I've only spent a little bit of time with you. I find you quite. Yeah, that's because I haven't mentioned serial killers yet. <laughs> no, because I, f- I find you quite a happy person, happy really? with, with who you are, kind of oh, person. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm content. Yeah, like it's, um, well, it's 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 what my show is about. It's about that I have this. Um, uh, well, I mean, usually I would spend an hour on stage telling this, but uh, that I'm not essentially happy. Like you, you know, when you see happy people, like happy people who are. You know, they go to parties and they just, mm-hmm. you know, they love Pretend happy, life though. and they, I don't know. I mean, I know people who are just... Well, my, my, my sister, she's got a white picket fence. She's got a couple of kids. She's been married for years. She loves life, you know. Yeah. And that's all she's ever wanted. And I, I think when you get into something like the entertainment world... You strive to be a bit better, and it's very mm. hard to get. It's very yeah. hard to sit, yeah. sit back and go. Do you know what life is? Life is bloody <laughs> all right. Well, if we thought that, we wouldn't be doing this job. Yeah, but if or I, we wouldn't be doing it. But, but then, if I looked back, I would never have dreamed I would be here. No, no, no. You know. Oh, me neither. But that's because we're trying. To, you know, I think everyone's more or less trying to fit in. You know, like you, you, you kind of grow up thinking that you want the the white fence and the kids and the, and you know, and I thought I wanted that too. So I was kind of miserable, and then I found this, where yeah. I can go into a backstage room and I can just talk about fucked up things and horrible destinies and and all of these like dark subject matters and people are, you know, people get it because we're all. I mean, it's kind of a cliche that comedians are broken, but we all have something. Like, there's a reason why we can... Because in comedy, it's about how we're, not, we're never good enough. We'll never be good enough, because we need to keep being better and better and better. Yeah. And that's not fun for normal people. <laughs> yeah. They, they, you know, they're striving to be happy with who they are, where we can never be completely satisfied, because we need to keep getting better and better. Are you more about... This is even in life. More about truth or entertainment? Truth. Yeah. 100%. See, I'm, I'm entertainment. I, if you've got an audience, I, I will try and entertain them. I'll do anything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they throw a carrot up. I don't know what I'd do with a carrot. But I... Take I, off your shirt. Yeah. Oh, yes. We saw that as well. There's a certain, there's a certain breed of person here in Finland that just a couple of drinks or some kind of adrenaline is male. Shirts come off. And, and the, the, the host yesterday... He said, "Did you see what I did? See what I did? Basically, he got he took his clothes off beforehand. Yeah. Oh yeah, which which I was kind yeah. of like, no just go in the other room, mate. Just you know, yeah, yeah that I was no shame. Yeah, and then he was like, I put three socks on. Did you see that? Did you see that? And I was like, I was kind of worrying about yeah. my life and 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 the gig, to be honest. <laughs> apart from your footwear, you know." Um, it was, and a, then, it was, yeah. It was a weird. It was a weird discussion about how they were going. Oh, you know how people are superstitious about what they have to do before you go on stage. And I was like, yeah, but we all know that. Then you just don't do that, so you get over it. And they're yeah. like, no, no, we we, we do this. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> do you have any superstitions? No, no. It's. I mean, if what about you, getting paid before a gig. I mean, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be. That would make me. No, I mean, I feel a bit. Then I feel a bit guilty if I get paid before a gig. We're in a glass. 
a glass office. Yeah, people are looking at us because we're celebrities. See how those people that are trying to uh, not look at us. Yeah, that was tough for them. <laughs> he, he even pretended that he had to go back to his hotel yeah. room, but he gave gave us a cheeky look yeah. and was like, that's those guys. Oh, that's the famous ones. Now, I have, I have a thing where if I'm nervous uh, and I'm not outside, like last night, uh, kicks outside, never do them, uh, where I, I take off my shoes because I have this idea that it will make my body think that I'm at home. So, so I might relax a bit more if my body thinks I'm in a living room wow. and not on a stage. I don't know if it works, but do you go on stage with no shoes? Usually, yeah. Like if with no shoes. Yeah, just like start. I mean, I did it once on my bare feet, and that was horrible because I just kept thinking about how some people have issues with toes and feet. Yeah, yeah. So I kept thinking, oh no, I'm distracting so many people. But usually, it like sucks. Russell Brand used to do that. He used to take shoes off and yeah? walk on stage. Yeah. Why? For the same reason. I don't know, he was going through the whole kind of finding himself at that stage. Oh, really? Well, it's not like, well, like when I first did it, people were very like, oh, is that your thing now? Is that is that going to be your thing? I was yeah. like, no, it's just, I do believe that when your feet are touching the ground and there aren't like tight shoes, then maybe, maybe it'll do something to your body. Like trigger yeah. to be more comfortable. So it's not like a religious thing, it's just, oh, sometimes. Yeah. That feels these, more comfortable. I'll take these shoes yeah, off. Yeah, if you want to spend an hour there, you want to... But you don't, you don't um, think about the hygiene or like the dirtiness of the stage. And oh, it just sometimes sucks. I look at the microphone, oh, yeah. and I think all, of all the oh, so many germs, all the 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 the, the voice, all the air, all yeah. the ugh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's disgusting. That all microphones have. But so then when many... you start getting into that, you're like, you'll be on the tunnel banner, the tube, and you'll be oh, holding God. the bus thing, and you're like, I can't hold this. Yeah, like your you know? to- your toothbrush has more germs than the inside of the toilet bowl. Is it? Yeah, I, I thought you were that just on, like... talking about me. <laughs> you like, this is why we're doing this. I've um, got the official records. Uh, that's why your teeth that, are yeah. manky. <laughs> no, I actually did like a, a show the other day for a load of dentists. Really. And. They were all kind of white, you know, really, because you, you can't go. Yeah, it's like hairdressers. Yeah, yeah, but you have to have I good find hair. with hairdressers, they've got that haircut that you'll never fucking have. You know, they've yeah, got that yeah. kind of shaved and then a big perm on the left. Yeah. On the left, and you're like, I'll never get that haircut. But I wonder if they just mess around with each other. You know, yeah, like, like I think yeah. guinea pigs kind of. But so yeah, all two, these people. Two artists, they just do each other. They're like, oh, I think I'll just have a tattoo. Oh, I just did a tattoo on myself. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah but we're yeah. like, I have to decide this. Have you got any tattoos? I have three. Okay. Three tattoos. Uh, you know, increasingly better decisions <laughs> from <laughs> the Hemingway poem when I was 18 to yeah. uh, I have a comedian's quote on my uh, other foot, and then I have a mom in a heart on my leg. Oh, nice. <clears throat> yeah. On your leg. On my leg. Um, but did you, what did the, the, so. So I did the my... dentist. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My dentist. Do you know the dentist song from uh, Little Shop of Horrors? 
It's in the movie. It was played by Steve Martin. Yeah, sing it and. No, okay. <laughs> but it's basically about. He basically sings how uh, he used to torture animals when he was a child, and then his mother said, "You should be a dentist because then you can torture people f- and you get paid for it." Okay. And I recite when I last saw my dentist, I kept going, "You, you never, how can you never have heard the song?" And he was like, "No, I've never heard of it." I was like, "But it's about being a dentist." Yeah. And I recited the whole song to him, and he got like increasingly more and more uh, offended. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. "No, it's about he's a torturer. <laughs> You're a torturer, and you get paid to be an evil person." But is the um, the dentist, like in Denmark, in New Zealand, it was like, mate, you're going to the murder house, are you? You're going to the murder house. And it was oh. always like, you know, he drilled through Jenny's mouth the other day. Oh, my and God. Like, Is that like the local dentist of yeah, New Zealand? it was like a shaky guy. And he just, <laughs> oh, it was awful. But then, oh but New Zealand was always behind. So we were always a little bit modern technology and stuff like that. Oh. And I just remember dentistry being a bit barbaric, oh. you know. Well, you're also what 40, 50 years older than me. Fifty. So, yeah, I don't well, something. I'm sorry, clearly 40, not fifty 45. years older than you. I'm forty-four actually. Yeah. How so, old are you? Yeah, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. So it's up Kurt there. Cobain, is it? That was what? Didn't Kurt Cobain die at twenty-seven? Oh yeah, everyone died when they're twenty-seven. No, knowing, Jesus knowing, is thirty-three. Knowing my luck, it won't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like 28 You're going, a t-shirt. Oh, I'm not a legend. There's loads of t-shirts waiting with your face <laughs> on. Ah, oh, God. Yeah, because I bought them to yeah. hand out. No one wants them. You're, I'm always going back and forth, yeah. but the bubble wrap was about Westlife? Uh, bubble wrap was about, uh, it sounds so cliche, it was about learning to love yourself. And uh, I was a big Westlife fan when I was a teenager. And I kind of explored that, like, because <clears throat> I was, it wasn't like, I was like huge. I was like, insane Westside fan like it was like people are like oh I'm also a Westside fan like no you have no idea yeah, yeah. you have no unless you've stepped outside of a hotel for four days and literally chased them in cabs like you have no idea yeah yeah uh, and I kind of went like found out you know the parallels between how I was like as a teenager and when I started learning that you know that was worth something and you know kind mm. of battle with body image issues and stuff um, so Westside was kind of just the what would you call that like the you know the, the story, yeah, the yeah. metaphor or something yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, you know, yeah. the example of. And then the new show is oh, it's about sadness. Sadness, yeah, it's really dark. Wet life, wet life, <laughs> not wet life. West life, um, they're finished now, are they? Yeah, for in more ways than one. How like, did that I, hurt you? Did that hurt when? Oh, they... it was. I thought so. Well, no, because I stopped being a fan when I was fifteen, and they kind of. Did you stop? I I I got friends <laughs> like <laughs> you Brian, got up from outside the hotel yeah, and went enough yeah, enough, enough. Uh, now Brian left the band and then they kind of lost a bit of their mystique and then I turned 15 and I started getting friends and kissing boys and you know I just got older like because I was a fan from when I was 12 to 15 and that's the time you should be doing it so but I remember when I, I just moved to London and their final goodbye concert was in London and I had I could choose between going to that because con- it was not sold out, just mm. <laughs> going to that concert and see them for like one last time, or do a gig that would pay me like a hundred krona. And I, it was such, it was a really hard decision, but I ended up going to the gig because I was like, really, yeah, I was like, no, like my own gig, like the hundred yeah, yeah, krona, because yeah. I was like, no, I'm not, I don't care anymore. It's just about like stand up. I'd rather do a five minute spot, you know, get like so far away and get paid shit, and then go to. Wow. And I felt like, oh, okay. <laughs> now, it's, a, yeah. now it's done. That, yeah, yeah. 
You've cut the uh, cut the umbilical yeah. cord. Yeah, and then ever since then, when I've met them, I've it's been really nice meeting them, not wanting to scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what annoys you about the world? Stupid people. Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, stupid people. It's so you know, people can be stupid. A lack of intelligence <clears throat> or just stupid people. I mean, lack I think of understanding. It's, I think it's okay, you know, you can't help being, you can't help it if you're stupid. You know, a lot of times you can't help it when you're stupid, but there are loud, stupid people, I guess. People who don't mm. understand that they're stupid. People, you know, trolls, you know, people who... You've been trolled. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a woman on the internet. <laughs> it happened. I'm so naive, though, with it all. I don't know, well, how, I don't know how someone is allowed to write, I'm going to... Yeah. Do awful things to you. Yeah, it's. I, I find it amazing. Yeah. And and and. And I hopefully th- it will be. Hopefully in, I don't know, five, ten, twenty years, it'll be a. Oh my God! Once upon a time, this was a thing that happened. Hopefully that that's how we'll, where we'll end up. But when you look at what ha- what's happening now in the world and what side people, people who get ty- like media time, what side they're on. You can't. You can almost not blame people for thinking it's okay, yeah. when like when like someone who so obviously and clearly raped someone gets three months in jail. Six months. The guy Stanford. Yeah, but he only yeah. has to serve three months. Wow. I mean. Um, and that and that's more than ninety-eight percent. The letter that she wrote. Yeah. Oh. And that, but but he still gets a longer sentence than ninety-eight percent of all rapists get. Really. Yeah. But most most people, you know, most people don't uh, report their rapes. Most people don't even yeah. get prosecuted. So you can, you know, when the world has that view of women, you can't really. How can you expect a fourteen-year-old boy who hates himself to not, you know, write shitty things to women? And you know, of course, you can. You know, I'm not saying it's okay or it's not, but you, you, it's just a bigger problem than those people who do it. You know, it, it's a big, big societal. I just watched a like a silly American sitcom. Uh, what's it called? New Girl, with Zoe Deschanel, and it's not like a silly whatever. And the whole episode was just about how, you know, you shouldn't, you know, how women should look, how their boobs should look, how they shouldn't be fat, uh, how men should chase girls, and it was just such a low view of women. And I just thought, and that's you know, regular comedy daytime TV thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, how can you expect people to understand? But sometimes I think I'm offending people. I'm not trying to offend them. But I'll say, I I, I feel sometimes I have to watch what I say. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah, we all, all, you know. I, you know, it was, I think for, it wasn't until like a year ago I found out that it's called transgender and not transsexual. And you know, I've just always said, trans- I, you know, no one's ever told me, no yeah. one's ever, and it is my own responsibility to find these things out. But, but do you think it's getting too politically? No. You don't. No, politically, politically correct is just, you know, respect people and find out that there are people we don't see or we haven't seen until now, and now they they want equality and now they want respect, and that is so fair. It's basically just saying respect people. These, you know, if we go around saying transsexual, 
it's like complaint, you know, because it's nothing to do with sexuality, and that's what transsexual says, and that's not that, it's, a, it's about gender. So if we go around, and then we go, oh, it's so, oh, now I have to learn a new word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so hard for me. Well, how do, you, how do you think it is for them? Yeah, yeah. Thinking, you know, not, so... But if it, you, but if you, it, it does feel like things just get updated, though. It does, yeah, It feels yeah. a bit like iOS on the Apple phone, like, <laughs> shit, there's a new update, there's a new yeah. word, and yeah. I've, you know... Yeah, and we just have to deal with that because, you know, we don't we don't have to, but we definitely should. And it doesn't take that much energy. No, know? but it doesn't you know, take we, much we energy to be a nice, you know, person. Look, you know, but some people are some people are clumsy, mm. and other people are assholes. Oh yeah, but you, you know, know what? But my experience is that. The people I've spoken to who have who are lesser privileged in areas than me, uh, like uh, people people of color or uh, trans people or um, uh, gay people, they I don't have I've never heard any of them go like be genuinely upset if I've misunderstood something or if I've said something wrong. They've just gone, oh hey, actually, yeah, would you mind? Yeah, but I think that's good. And then you go, oh, I'm so sorry. And they yeah, go, no, it's yeah. fine. Just now you know. And you go, oh. Thank you. Yeah, and that's yeah. all it takes, and then you just don't do it again. And it's our generation. I know I'm 50 years older than you, <laughs> but it is our generation. I, I, my, my parents, they don't know what's, you know, yeah. that you can't, they don't know what's going on. You yeah. know, if I tried to explain, they're like, huh? What? You know. Yeah. Um, and they're not, they're not mean people. They yeah. just don't, they've had enough updates, you yeah. know? Um, but even I visited my um, my grandparents and my grandfather is a horrific, horrible human being, uh, like racist, sexist, everything. And he suddenly just said he's he's voted for the Danish uh, right wing party. Because you've got a right wing government, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, we do. And he is part of why they are there. And uh, like you know, he voted for them. And all of a sudden he was like, oh, you know what, I think I'm going to start voting for Enoslisten, which is our extremely uh, left wing. And okay. just, uh, he's 70, like nine, 79, like maybe in his 80s. Yeah. And he just changed his mind. And I thought, oh, it's not completely, it's not, you know, it's not impossible, but I do also believe that there's a generation that we need to... What made him change, though? Well, he just didn't like the... Uh, it was it was a weird because they're such an old fashioned household and they only read racist news and you know <clears throat> and all of a sudden he he said he because he didn't like the the new uh, front person in this racist party and he actually really liked the new front person in the in the in the left wing party and then he said. And can you believe she's not married? And then my grandmother said, that doesn't matter. That doesn't fucking matter. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I was like, whoa, you're having like a politically cool. correct yeah, yeah. left-wing conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, of course you can. It's just about learning how to respect people. How, do you, feel, how do you feel in England? What's it like in, in... You live in London now. Yeah. Very multicultural. Yeah. I found it a very open society. But then yeah. um, more so, you know, I, 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 for me it was like... I had quite a few friends uh, in uh, in New Zealand, small town, who would have like blue hair and a nose piercing, <laughs> but they were the complete, they were the strange, weird people in the yeah. village, you know. So they would move to Sydney, yeah. and I find people move to London yeah. because they can have freedom of expression. Yeah. Um, do you find it like that there? Yeah, I think so. It's it's the same as you know. I grew up in a tiny little 
a village as well and then I moved to Copenhagen and then from Copenhagen to London and it does feel like compared to London Copenhagen is kind of the village yeah because it's still I mean you, you don't know how white Copenhagen is until you've been to other places yeah yeah and, yeah you know yeah. you go oh wow <laughs> yeah. oh we think we're very open but we have you know no one stands out really but I think Sweden is so beautiful for that then you know yeah. people from all over you yeah. know and I mean there's a problem and stuff like that you know people have problems with it mm. I don't understand that problem there's enough yeah there's enough you know it's always the people they're coming in that you know it's never that if you yeah. you know so um I quite like you know the, the comedy scene in in London is very much it's very there's a lot of focus on it being PC at the moment. Okay. There's a lot of focus on, you know, if someone does a rape joke on stage, the whole audience will react. Like there'll be a like a gasp and a what the fuck was this? Yeah. kind of thing where it's 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 more normal in Denmark to have that kind of comedy. But don't you, there's some when I I haven't been to England for a while to do comedy, but I found there was like this ironic kind of rape jokes you know ironic so, kind of racism kind of but yeah. I didn't really mean it yeah you know? what's, what's interesting about London and oh, the UK and the circuits it says basically two kind of circuits there's the club circuit with all the comedy clubs it's junglers it's comedy store it's you know uh, four people an MC and three people doing 20 each yeah. and it's often rowdy drunk uh, people from the suburbs people from Leeds or whatever coming in and, you know, they're drunk and the stag dudes and hen dudes. And yeah. then there's the Soho Theatre crowd and the Edinburgh Festival crowd. Yeah. It's two, comp- it's two different worlds. So you wouldn't normally see an alternative comedian. or um, So there are people who do hours who rarely do the club circuit and the other way around. It's rare that the club circuit comics take an hour to Edinburgh because it's just not the same crowd. So there's the theatre crowd who wants PC and they wouldn't accept even an ironic rape joke uh, mm. and they don't want to hear white people talk about racism, they don't want to hear men talk about women, you know. They're very focused on what's, you know, what's right and what's good and, you know, they don't show up drunk, they just show up to watch. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then there's a club circuit, which is completely different. Mm. Um, so, and I've seen horrific stuff in the club circuit yeah. and the club circuit is where when I go on stage people will get up and leave or go to the bathroom or start talking to each other and is it that bad? I mean it's not that's it it's, it'll, there'll, there'll be one in each show where yeah. they go oh woman and then they go to the bathroom or oh. something or you know, I'll, you know I'll be heckled with, with, by men who uh, want to tell me if like what, what my joke's about so if I go oh uh, there should be a club for fat people. Yeah. He would go, oh, you could, you could join that. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you idiot. <laughs> oh, you idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what I mean about stupid people. You go, oh, for fuck's sake. And then there's a theater crowd where, if a white straight cisgendered ma- man goes on stage, they're, they're a bit. Oh, let's see what this guy has to say. Yeah. What can you possibly have to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've never been oppressed. Yeah. So it's kind of divided into two, and I started out doing the club circuit, and now after I did an hour, I can kind of do that, and I don't have to do the club circuit anymore. Um, and I prefer to do the, my yeah. hour. Yeah, in front of your own audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And over a longer time, you can kind of 
pace you know it's your pace yeah you don't have to you know I find it here we're doing like 10 minutes two yeah. 10 minutes and I feel that pace has to be like oh yeah there's no way you can start opening up about your you know oh so I was in a mental hospital you can't even I mean I did it last night with 20 minutes but with 10 minutes you can't really chat to them so much yeah well that's what you you chat to them a lot you can't bring it down and go hey you know yeah but uh, you know who knows but that's what you know when you start out you have your 10 and then that's fucking tight yeah. and then you kill everyone with your 10 and you kill with your 20 then you do an hour when you go back to doing 20s it's like you're so much slower because you're used to having an hour to really yeah, get into yeah, things yeah. and tell the, your motivation behind why you were saying the things you were saying in the bit and you it's just have so to get rid of all of that as well to gig to do so many gigs I love I love doing shows yeah you know I, it's like it is the mu- it's like a muscle yeah you just gotta keep doing it you know it's amazing and I and I, 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 I genuinely I can't believe I do it, it it's yeah, such a buzz same. still you know it's crazy it's still so so much I mean especially for me and, and you as well like the way that you've gone to a different country you know like I moved to Sweden thinking you know how will this go and then it's just people just like what I do and I love them yeah, you know yeah. and I'm not ashamed of that you know no, of course I'm not, not like uh, I'm not ashamed of what I'm doing I, no. I just get up there and you know and have fun with them so yeah and you I mean I'm it's 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 what I do yeah and it's yeah. not just like, like my mom <clears throat> I was complaining about how Edinburgh is so expensive and she said oh why don't you just not go? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> what? No, that's not that's not yeah, yeah, an yeah. option. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I can't. Oh, there was a. Do you Especially just, when you've won the you've won the award, you won the. No, bit. but it's that oh, doesn't. No, I, no, I do. I, I know what you mean, and yeah, of course, you know, in, in like business terms, you have to go up again. Blah, I think blah, blah. as the champion, you have to go up. Well, you yeah, there are all these rules and stuff, but that all of that, even if that wasn't there. I have to go. Yeah. I, I. It's all I do. It's all I am. It's all I have. It's. Do you? Did you? Did you see that um, documentary called "I Am Comic"? No. I think. I think it's Todd Berry who tells the story of um, being having been booked to a, uh, to do a gig, and he turns up, and he realizes it's a funeral for a soldier <clears throat> or a police officer, and the the sister or mother or something goes up and. The priest says, oh, just uh, the mother has to do a speech first. And then when she's done that, you go up. And then she goes up and she falls to her knees and screams and cries. And then the priest goes, and now some comedy. And he goes up. And then in the documentary, he says, it would never have occurred to me to not go up there. Yeah. And he says, yeah. that's what we do. We look at that. And he said, like, normal people would just not do it. Yeah, yeah. We have to, even in that situation, we will go up and we'll do it. And I, when I saw that, I thought, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many gigs I've done where I've thought, like, it's just, it just just doesn't occur to me to not still do the gig. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's you know, I'd rather do a shitty gig than that gig at all. And also, it's it's impossible to walk away from a show. Like, yeah. you know, go, do you know what? I can't do it. I, I, you yeah. know. I think if you get to that point, I think you need to take time off. You know, like if if, yeah. there's, if the, the, it's a mental <clears throat> thing, I think you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's such, a, it's such a for me. This is, it's the perfect place. It's the perfect thing for me. So the first time I went to Edinburgh three years ago, 
I was so hungover. I'd, I've never been that hungover before. I'd flown in. It was raining. My, my suitcase was so heavy because I'd packed for a whole month. Yeah. I went and got the keys for our flat. I had to walk 20 minutes up a hill. I was just crying. Like, I was so broken. I was just, mm. like, crying in the street. And then this guy, <clears throat> a promoter, comes up to me, and he just went, hey, we're doing a gig in here in five minutes. Do you want to go in? And if, oh, if you do, you have to do a double act with this guy you've never met before. Mm. And I said, yes. Yeah. And, and I went into this venue completely soaked and drenched and hung over and I went up and improvised a double act with some weird guy <laughs> and it wasn't the most fun in the whole world and here but I was, am but it, but it was just a thing and I just remember thinking I'll never not do Edinburgh I yeah. have to be up here because yeah. this is and you'll never not do Stockholm link <laughs> link um June yes. the 19th June the 19th you Sunday 6pm at uh, Big Ben yeah and there are, Which is on Folkensgarten, and it's Belletto. Yeah, if you go to Belletto, punctum, do you have punctum? D- like that, like yeah, period? Yeah, Belletto, punct.se, yeah. Punct.se. Yeah. Uh, or oh. du sukker på... Belletto. Or du sukker på Sofia herin. How would you say in Swedish? Oh, you don't speak Swedish. No. You were like, oh, sure. No, but I, yeah. Uh, but your accent was a bit. Was it d- not just Swedish? Disturbed me a bit. It was a, really. I find your accent a little bit South African. Ah, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's your English that's accent's racist. got a little bit. No. Okay. I'll end licken how your glukkats bukka in of this dusta smolone. What's a smolone? Smolone. Are you honestly I'm asking Swedish me? Now. Yeah. Perforda yeah. audits Edinburgh French Fest. Det var en stor order att få presentera Sofia Hahn, den danska komikern som bussade i London. London. Oh, God. So it's... <laughs> you've got to be let so and search for... Yeah. Uh, Sofie Hagen, and then you can, or you can search for Shimmer Shatter, which is her name. And it's an hour show. It's an hour work in progress. it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, you want people to... Yeah. I'd love, yeah, 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 of course. You know, it's, I mean, if you like comedy, I, I love watching work in progress shows because you see the comedian working out yeah. a show and that's so interesting to see where And it it's is. my wedding anniversary. Is it? So Congratulations. Maybe like five minutes in, just point to the sky. To the sky. To picture. My God. To carry on. My God, I'll My picture. God. My Hercules. <laughs> um, thank you so much for, for popping into my business centre in the Copia. In Finland? You know, yeah, it's weird. It's the only business centre I could book on, on this day. Um, well, I flew in for just that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go off and do some shows now. Yes. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you, pleasure working thank with you. Thank you, you too. Svaria, go in Stockholm, go June the 19th, Sunday, go and see her. And uh, we'll be back with another podcast again. We. Oui. Me. Bye. <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.